Right, I'm, I'm arresting you on suspicion of theft. You do not have to say anything, but it may arm your defence if you do not mention when questioned something which you later rely on in court. Anything you do say may be given in evidence, OK? So just cuff him, yeah? Yeah, cuff him around there. That's it. Yeah, put your hands behind your back. That's it. That's it. Well done. OK. This way, sir. Oh, my gosh. Here we go again. What? What are you doing? We have a show. What the heck? I'm I'm, G2. I'm just preparing for tonight's show. And how is that? Well, we're going to be talking about handcuffs. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm, I'm preparing. Can I can I get a new (laughs) co-host? Let me wrap this up, and and we'll see after the the intro. Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, the two Gs, Mark and Drew. Well, G2, welcome to up, our G1? newest episode. Uh, I think we've done now six of these episodes. I'm I losing sh- count. I want to <laughs> thank everyone for giving us the raving reviews on iTunes, all two of them. Wow. Now, wait a minute. Two of them. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be you and me? You did one I did. Okay. All, all right. So, yeah. It's a little skewed. So everyone listening out there, please, please go out and send us uh, this this lovely this lovely review. I want to put this on my resume. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So please, <laughs> so you get the idea. Uh, hint, 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 hint. By the way, this past week, this past week, there were a lot of news, wasn't there? Oh my gosh! All, everywhere you looked. I mean, the Twitter universe in fantasy football blew up. Blew up. I mean, it was huge. First of all, we'll come to your big. We'll come to the the news that impacted you favorably. But last Friday, who got traded to the Jags? Uh, Carlos Hyde got traded, and then all of a sudden, what did that mean? Nick Ch- uh, Nick Chubb is suddenly a number one back for the He's Cleveland Browns. Stud. And then, of course, I'm getting these trade requests. Well, no surprise. One one trade request. We won't say what it was or who uh it did get turned down but amazing i mean that if i don't know if there's a website a fantasy football website you could go to where that was not uh, mentioned so that was big there were a lot of people that i guess in these fantasy leagues where you pay uh, where you where you pay money i guess he's a, a only 30% owned or something like that. That's the number I kept pairing over and, it and over. And it jumped in a heartbeat. Oh, like, like to 100%. So, and then you had what else then happened after that Monday? There was a big trade. Yeah, Amari Cooper, uh, who I'm super, super happy about. Maybe uh, he can kind of turn into a more predictable weekly wide receiver. So he got traded over to the Dallas Cowboys for, I believe, a future number one round pick. Number one draft pick. For 2019. Yeah, it's yeah, for or this, nineteen this, or twenty. I think yeah, nineteen. Yeah, this coming year. Yeah, do, what do you think of that trade? Now, um, just for, not from a fantasy football, just stand- from a football standpoint, right? Uh, I think it's just one other move that shows that Oakland <laughs> tanking is really bad. <laughs> tanking, yeah. Didn't we talk about tanking? Uh, in yeah, the, we did. I boy, you know, I'm I don't know football well enough. I mean, maybe they feel like. 
maybe they felt like they got more in return for that. Of course, you've got Dallas thinking, hey, we're going all out. So is he going to be this this blue chip receiver that's going to take them to the promised land? I don't know. I mean, we don't know. We do know he has shown to be a good wide receiver in the past. So, But I, I've, been, I've been just stressing about this all week. Do you know why? Why? Colby Easley. Oh, I'm just, man. I, I'm just so <laughs> sickened by that drive. I mean, I just, I just went into a deep depression. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. I, I got Colby Easley. He can't, he can't play. I'm just so up. No, he can't play on your bench. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, two games literally went down to the wire last, well, this, this past week. And here's G2 to tell us more in the Week 7 recap. In the game of the week, OBJ made it close for Thomas and his knee to breeze hard knocks club. They fell to Joe Ryan's Mr. Wright 129 to 128. Joe Ryan snapped a two-game skid. Anthony Miller's three-headed monster of Hunt, Barkley, and Hill nearly snuck past MLB baseball, but Team Miller fell short 154 to 150. Oh, so close. Elsewhere, Team Ball continues to be a steamroller as he racked up 163 points against Dylan's team. Dylan remains winless in spite of an impressive 130-point showing. Team Stump took advantage of Drew's big player going down for the day, Sony Michelle. Jacob's team won 125-98. Finally, Acme Pack picked up their fifth win by besting the Deflator Gators 166-123. Between Mahomes, Gurley, and Landry, Chris's team was too much to handle. MLB remains in first at 6-1, while Acme Pack and Mr. Wright are both a game back at 5-2. Landon and Jacob are in the middle of the pack, not too far behind at four and three. What did you think of this past week? Interesting week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I I mentioned this last week. A- as a player, I'm even taking an interest in the other teams playing. Right. And Joe Ryan and Thomas, that was a fascinating oh, game. Of course, I'm glad I wasn't Thomas or... I'm glad I wasn't Joe Ryan. I'm. Right. I mean that. I mean there. You talk about nerves, right? Uh, going back, but that was a very fascinating game. Now some of the other games they weren't that close. I mean, uh, now I well there was another game that was close, and I don't like to talk about my team, but <laughs> it was nip and tuck. I I was just prepared for Anthony to to beat me. Right, and it, I know we were talking. Uh, after Sunday night, before the Monday game, and and you know we were saying we we're looking at who who uh, Anthony had. It was that was before the Chiefs game, even exactly. And we kind of counted things up, and I was like, uh, you shouldn't be expecting a win right now. I mean, I think the joke was if 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 I'm if I'm Anthony. Hey, I'm within a hundred points. Hey, no problem, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know that three-headed monster. You know, no issues. So, but anyway, the, I again the game between. Uh, Joe Ryan and and Thomas that that was classic because I think at one point near the end Thomas had the lead by about brief point, point four maybe. I mean ever so briefly so great great uh, I mean that 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 was entertainment yeah. maybe a little bit a little bit on the nerves there so what we want to do now for this next segment is we started doing this I believe last week but we want to look at who we perceive to be the game of the week. Uh, any upsets this week? Will Dylan, <laughs> boy, uh, his, his grandmama, <laughs> hope she doesn't call back, and then uh, most points. So let's go to week number eight, and G2, 
Who do we? Who are we calling the game of the week? Game of the week: Joe Ryan versus Team Stump. Interesting. And why do we say that? Because I think we both agree that is the game of the week. Why? Uh, I think they're well. They're very close in the standings for one, and and then second, um, they both uh, have had a little bit of a struggle in the past couple weeks, and and. Um, you know, came out with a win this last week. And so, um, you know, we only have, what, like five games left. Exactly. And, you know, looking forward, this is going to be a, a launching point to see, uh, you know, what happens in the coming weeks. And, you know, the projection doesn't necessarily show right now. Now, Stump already had uh, DeAndre Hopkins play on points. Thursday. And, yeah, he got 26 points. So the projection looks a lot higher on his side. But, I mean, this is a fairly close game otherwise. I I would have to give the edge, I believe, to Stump. Now, I'm a little concerned about TJ Yeldon because I think you'd mentioned before Carlos the Hyde's show. Exactly. Hopefully going to be, for his sake, hopefully getting some touches. Now, James Conner will be James Conner. Tom Brady is going to get you 20 or some odd points. Right. Uh, A.J. Green will probably have. He's been a stud uh, so far this year. Don't know about his tight end. Uh, you think O.J. Howard's going to get him uh, some points? He's kind of hit and missed a little bit this year so far. And I think he described that for uh, for uh, Mr. Smith-Schuster as well. And Christian Kirk, I also think, is kind of been hit and missed. He got him like around around nine points last week. He's been getting a lot of um, he's been getting a lot of love from yes. some of the talking yes. heads in fantasy football the yeah. last couple of weeks. And then if we take a look at Joe Ryan's team. His running backs, man. I'm a little worried. Yeah. Because he has Melvin Gordon on a bye, and, of course, Leonard Fournette continues to be injured. He's playing with with, uh, a backup to LaShawn McCoy right now, and then he's also got Raheem Mostert over in San Francisco, who's a bit of a backup, still getting some decent touches. So not saying that these guys can't, you know, have have a chance to, to get points, but... It's a little risky, and unfortunately, there's not a whole lot Joe Ryan can do there. There's there's no one on the waiver wire. So I'm just, you know, that get, using my position in podcasting, you know, I've got this powerful position. I'm just <laughs> wondering if I could maybe sell high right now. Hey, hey Joe Ryan, <laughs> take a look at my roster. I'm loaded with these top 30 running backs. <laughs> How many do you have in the top 30? Like seven? Yeah, quite a few. Like I said, I don't have very many in the top I, I don't have any top 10, but, hey, I'm the best when it comes between 20 and 40. <laughs> you have the best mediocre running backs. I have the best mediocre running backs in the league. So that is game of the week. Joe Ryan and Stump, hey, you guys, do not let us down. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please don't let us down. Uh, who are we going with the upset? Uh, for this one, we're going with Thomas over, uh, over MLB Baseball. And I agree with it. <laughs> I agree with it. Now, why would I say that? Because it's it's uh, about time you lost a game. I think your luck might run out. <laughs> and uh, we, but do, and by ahead. the way, so I, you have heard zero smack talk from me this year. In zero. fact, did you know almost during every game I go in, no one looks at it, but it says who's going to win this week. I always pick the other team. I don't pick me. I do hmm. not have a good team. So is that negative smack talking? I guess so. <laughs> uh, that would be self-deprecation. <laughs> it's des- well deserved. So I again, I do not have a great team. You know, I I look at like Jacob's team. I, I look at 
Chris. Chris. Anthony is a beast. Anthony should be, dude, you should be like 7-0. and <laughs> and, and let's point out again that he was last place last year. He was last place, and you're like a stud. Landon, if you're listening, you better. I don't want to be playing you. I don't want to be near you. Yeah, me neither, but, you know. So, Thomas, the pressure is on. Actually... It's going to be an upset. Now, if I win, because we're predicting. <laughs> oh. Can we, uh, can we say that? I don't know if I can think about that right now. <laughs> That's deep. Okay. Uh, Grandmama, Dylan. Will Dylan oh be gosh. Will Dylan be 0-8 or 1-7, well, G2? Unfortunately, he's playing Acme Pack this week, Oops. and I think that's Oops. a guaranteed loss. Oops. Hey, Prove we, me wrong. Prove we, me wrong. Can we do, a, can we do just some... Add a boy, yeah. Add a boy to Dylan from Please. last week. He, yeah, he did a good job last week. Yeah, and he was telling me that there was a couple guys on his bench that he had actually <laughs> considered starting, and they were the guys that went off. And so he could have scored 140 up to 150 points potentially. Uh, Dylan, I'm proud of you. Um, uh, we 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 got that. We we were taken to the woodshed last week by your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Gra- may uh, I will say, may she rest in peace. Is she Dutch? <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't know you. You were from. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. What you, <laughs> well, moving on. Let's. Uh, let's. Yeah. Mo- moving on, and then finally, most points. Uh, what? What idiot said? <laughs> what we idiot should, we, that we should guess on this. That, we, that we should guess on the most points. Not. Not me. Well, you know, you, it could be a safe bet to pick Landon. He's been he's been like a beast, getting in the one sixties yeah. each week. I mean, if you look at ESPN projections right now, Acme Pack is the highest, and that's that's been the typical this year. The start of the week projections, he's he's usually in the one fifties, but so, I don't know. So why is why is Landon only projected at one twenty four? Well, thankfully for the team playing him. He is without <laughs> his uh, number one running back this week. And that would be who? <laughs> that like would be uh, uh, let's see, I, oh, Ezekiel Elliott. I was drawing a blank on his name. That's right. Yeah, he's he, – oh, yeah. And he, his, got some yeah, And his quarterback, Matt Ryan. So his two you know, big players on his team are not being played. You're going to be doing a lot of praying. You're going to be on your knees a lot this weekend, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe. Landon. So, yeah, we're we're going with Team Stomp to get the most points uh, this week. I, I think that is a fair Especially after call. what, what uh, Hopkins did on, on Thursday. Which, by the way, if anyone did not see the crazy catch that he made that wasn't counted as a catch, it was pretty incredible. So you should check that out on YouTube or whatever you want to check it out on. Okay, let's turn the page. We're going to dive into a brand new topic. It's something we have not talked about this year. Boy. And I need to go and click on fantasypros.com. And what we are looking at, everyone out there listening, we are looking at the league analyzer, and we are looking at the projected standings for the rest of the year or for the end of the year that is and i'm going to turn this over to g2 in just a minute so what we're looking at we're looking at the top four teams that are projected to go to the playoffs the top four teams obviously four go um play on in the postseason 
And number one is... Acme Pack. Not a huge surprise. At eight, eight and four. four. Number two... And he has a night... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, number two. I was I was off on another tangent. Um, number two, MLB Baseball. And the, by the way, they are six and one now, so they're supposed to be crappy the oh. next week. <laughs> oh. They're supposed to be two and three for the rest of the yeah. season, so they're projected to be eight and four. And then number three... Number three, we have Mr. Wright. And then finally, bringing up number Team four. Stump. So you've got two teams at eight and four, the first two in right, uh, Joe Ryan and Jacob at seven and five. And they do give playoff odds. So in, right. case, in case you want to go to Vegas and do some <laughs> gambling, uh, 96%, 92%, and then 78 and 65 respectively. Now, out of just this is interesting. There's one, two, Three, four teams projected to go six and six. Say who they are, G2. Yeah, in order, Team Ball, uh, Need to Breeze, and uh, going on from there, we have Team Miller and then East Dakota Community College. All now, Those are all the six and six teams. Now, do you... Do you agree or disagree? What do you, What's your perspective there? Uh, with all of them combined? Yes. Uh, I In a way, I really can't disagree just because... Uh, we see it's so hard to come down, come out with a win each week, and if you're already ahead of the game there, then you know, you're going to have a better chance. I mean, that's kind of goes without saying, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I I would say that I agree with it. I got to talk to JB this morning. We were talking a little bit about uh, fantasy football, and we were talking about his quarterback situation from a couple of weeks ago. Right, uh, JB, if you're listening, uh, you are projected to be at five and seven. And so he, right now he's two and five, so three games under. So he'd finish two games under. So he so. finishes out. And I'm telling him, and, and I was telling JB today, he's got he's got some good players on that team. He's got a good roster. So he's one of those guys to where if you're playing the same team week after week, I mean he's gonna he's gonna get his share of wins. But for whatever reason, he's just not he's just not stars down the line exactly. And then how many wins is Dylan projected to get? Well, more than he has now. So uh, <laughs> he's projected at 2-10. and ten. And his playoff odds Zero. are. And, uh, Sorry, I Dylan. I think that's a pretty fair, I, I, that's a safe bet. Yeah. So you're you're pretty good with the, the top four? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I wish we had our Twitter account. I wonder if we'll ever get a Twitter account. Well, that's... Hopefully, if we had maybe. a Twitter account, it'd be interesting to get other people's opinions, other league owners, to see what they have to say if they agree. So I, I don't have a problem with it. And by the way, you want to know what's interesting about the those four? Yeah. Those are the same four who went to the playoffs last year. Last that's right. year, is that right? That's right. So not a lot's changed. So the balance of power. So, uh, Thomas, we may need to get you involved in trying to – uh, mix things up, uh, getting some more parody, right? Right. <laughs> Correct. Hey, speaking of Thomas. Oh, boy. Uh, we've got the dish uh, with the commission. I can't wait. And uh, something about league sanctions, did you say? Now, why would he even say that? Yeah. I, wh- I have no idea. I, I don't know. Well, let, let, let's find out. Okay. Well, anyway, here is, uh, here's, I, I just love this guy, Thomas. So take it away. The dish with the commission. Welcome to the dish with the... 
Hey everybody, this week's dish is canceled. Cause the commissioner's angry. I've heard a lot of talk lately, so in the interest of maintaining my absolute authority, it's time to roll out the league's new suspension policy. Oh yeah. You celebrate too much? Suspended. Celebrate too little? Suspended. Suspended. Forget to set your lineup? Suspended. Put too many people in your lineup? Suspended. Is that even possible? You offer up a bad trade? Suspended. You overcook the pizza rolls? Believe it or not, suspended. Not my pizza rolls. Let's make one thing real clear. The next person to question the commissioner's authority will see me in court. Time to lawyer up, baby. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh. I love it, Thomas. I love Definitely it. Definitely the best yet, and I'm quaking in my boots because I'm afraid <laughs> of saying anything that might get me suspended. Is he mad? Suspended! <laughs> is he? Is, oh, I think we may have some clipping there. Oh, oops. Yeah, that, that one in the red. <laughs> uh, suspended. Are, Thomas, are you mad at us? <laughs> What I thought what we did last week was harmless. It was entertaining. <laughs> it was. I mean, the, so the whole idea of the, of the league or or the uh, waiver wire selection process I, I, that was just just we Pretty, need. So yeah. w- what what our audience doesn't realize is we've got kind of like a map, a roadmap laid out for what our show is going to look like. So we have twelve squares we we got a row we've got a row of four rectangles another row of four rectangles so we fill out our segments like that so we thought hey let's let's talk rule changes <laughs> so so thomas seriously are are we serious i mean that's kind of interesting but we're not just demanding it right we, and we, and just just to say for clarification purposes uh thomas did email me and mentioned that if we are interested in any kind of rule changes, we can we can vote on that in the off season. It's you know perfectly okay to to do that. But speaking of rule changes, yes, <laughs> uh, Thomas, why don't you turn this off? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's time for rule changes on this week's podcast. Now I've got a great rule change. Go for it. And I'm being deadly serious. Drum roll. (laughs) Last week, I about had a cow last week. I went to pick up a defense, and there are no (laughs) teams out there. I got like, I here I won, but my stupid, idiotic defense scored me a negative three points. There were no good defenses and, and up why, there. And why would that be? Because you've got some idiot league owners with two defenses on your team. Why would you do that? <laughs> you can't. Do, that's not fair. Defenses give me a break. I, it, Kamish, if you're listening, <laughs> do not accept this rule change. Do not. Coming from someone who has two defenses on their team right now. <laughs> I, 
I do, it was it Jacob that has two defenses, or is it Landon that has two defenses? Like, come on, that's I mean, you don't need two defenses. Taking too much cake there. Oh my goodness! Two weeks ago, I played Seattle and they scored like twenty points. I mean, they just it was lights out. So it's like, where are those teams last week? So I, you know, I I did get lucky and got the team on the waiver wires this week. So. Uh, no two defenses on a team, <laughs> and yeah, Thomas, if you want to take take it that we're being or me don't, being don't seriously, listen to him. All righty, <laughs> all right. Turning our attention to now that silly little segment we did at the very beginning before the intro, handcuffs, handcuffs, handcuffs. So we do want to talk about handcuffs. Right. So G two. If everyone remembers, I am the I am the team owner idiot. I'm the one who does not understand fantasy football. Remember, I'm the baseball guy. What are handcuffs? Handcuffs. Uh, so basically, they're the the insurance policy on your your number one player. Typically, it's going to be a running back position. So um, you know, over in Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell. You know, his if you were to have a handcuff on your team, you know, that would be uh James Conner. In Great. The, in the yeah, case in the case sense. of Team Stump, he was smart enough to pick up James Conner and, and he hasn't been hurt too much by uh by not having Le'Veon Bell in his lineup. Um so yeah, basically having someone just there just in case there's an injury or of course in the case of Le'Veon Bell, not playing. Um so yeah, it, yeah, it can be a very good thing to have. G two, have you ever been handcuffed? Uh, yeah. unfortunately, yes. Um, I can't point to anything specific in in this league. Although I technically, me not having Sony Michelle's backup is in a way me me getting handcuffed there, and you know not having handcuffed inadvertently, inadvertently or strategically more inadvertently, like just picking up someone on the way on the waiver wire that that is available, and and you know I, that's not a huge. Huge handcuff, just because Barner's he has a bit of a ceiling on his on his ability, I think. But um, you know, in one of my other leagues, unfortunately, I have Le'Veon Bell, and so I'm in in a situation where I was not smart at the beginning of the year in picking up James Conner. So uh, I'm definitely feeling in some of my other leagues. And do have you ever tried to handcuff somebody? I can't think of a specific time um i want to say a couple of years ago um if you guys remember uh alfred blue over uh, over in houston he's kind of been a long time handcuff for houston running backs and i'm i sh- i should have done my homework i'm drawing a blank on their their big uh running back that they had a couple years ago but alfred blue was a was a big handcuff and everyone was trying to pick him up and he needs to be good right right, right. He, yeah Typically, it'd be someone who's like very good. Like for in the case of like you know having Todd Gurley on your team, probably would want to have his backup just in case he goes down because Gurley has such a high share. Or over in Kansas City, um, Spencer Ware. Spencer and, Ware. And, and, and if anyone remembers, Spencer Ware was actually a decent was, running back. He was a de- and not only that, but that game this past week, he was a beast. Right. I he mean, did well. He is like he could be starting on on many teams. Right. Do, do you recommend? If you were a consultant for any of our <laughs> league members in our Vietnam League, would you recommend handcuffing for any of the other 
league member. Do you think anyone's even thinking of this? You know, I think it's been I think it's beneficial. If you have room on your roster, and I understand, you know, some of us we have maxed out our our rosters, but if you have a space, you might as well go ahead and take it just in case something happens. And if not, you know, you could end up trading that person, you know, if if you know, something happens to, to the, the lead guy, even if you didn't want to have him on your team. Time goes so fast. We we are not going to be able to complete everything this week. So I want to I want to hit something really, really fast. What is every league owner's biggest fear? Without a doubt, injury. Injury. And there are two, not just one time you have that fear. It could be on two different times. It could be an injury during a game, right? which you had that happen to you. With Sony Michelle. That was uh, a ha- bummer. Happened to me with uh, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, I mean, one snap, point, well, one yard, so point one points. Um, the the uh, concussion protocol, I'm sure it's happened to other players. And then just someone hurting themselves in practice. Right. Uh, so I was shocked. I was shocked, and I can't. You know, here it is. There is a website called sportsinjurypredictor.com. <laughs> there is a website for everything. Sports predictor or excuse me, sportsinjurypredictor.com. And because of time, or I'm going to speed through this, but I've got the page open for running backs. As an example, Tevin Coleman. Do you know who has Tevin? Is, is that Landon? Tevin Ted? Coleman. I want to say Landon. Or actually, yeah. Tevin Coleman know. has a 77% probability of injury this season projected games missed 2.5 and I'm not for sure if he has missed any time yet uh durability four I think we were figuring that out before the show Mm -hmm. if you're a zero it means you have zero durability uh Sony Michelle now I've been told that some of the guys in the league like it when I mispronounce names so Sonny Michael yeah (laughs) Sonny Sonny Michael uh he's at 67 percent zero durability so can you uh, by and by I want to there's another one I want to look at Saquon Barkley 63% Ooh. zero dur- that Yikes. surprised me does he have an injury uh, history and well unfortunately I haven't had a lot of time to watch college football so I didn't see a whole lot of what he did in college but I mean I would I guess you know a lot of rookies coming in they're probably not going to have a high durability cuz they're not used to to playing Probably as many snaps as you do in in the NFL. I mean, the sixteen games, not counting, or seventeen games, not counting the playoffs. And we'll sixteen. S- one more, one more team, or one more, one more individual, one more running back, someone we all know who's known for being injured. Dalvin Cook, uh, about a fifty eight percent chance of being injured. That's surprise. That seems low to me, but he has a zero. He has a, a zero durability well yeah he's hardly even played the field he's hardly (laughs) played the field i think he had one full game at the beginning of the season so it's crazy so if you want to look it's called sportsinjurypredictor.com it is a subscription site but i thought you guys would get a kick out of it uh drew you had not heard of it yeah very cool I, i just uh so every week i'm trying to learn just learn some nugget uh tidbit uh each week 
So we need to move on, and this will probably be our last segment of the day. Uh, It's time to look at a team to review, and this week we're going to be reviewing Landon's team. And I need to click, click, click. I'm on Stump's (laughs) team. There is Landon's team. So I'm going to kind of follow along uh, G2. Now, his is a little messed up because he's got normal starters uh, that are on the bench because of bye weeks. So we'll have to flip kind of look back and forth. Right. So why don't you take it away? Um, obviously, he's got Trubisky starting, but that's not his normal starter. Right. So, so uh, Matt Ryan, he's been a huge success this oh, year. Oh, my and goodness. He's a beast. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's ranked ranked two overall. You take away the first week, and, I mean, he had a 40-point game all right. so far. Yeah, he's been pretty incredible. And moving down from there, uh, Zeke Elliott, you know, he's been his, his cash cow, and he's just been – you know, all over the place in in points, fairly consistent. That's the good thing about him. Was He's, that a good trade for him last year? So far, looking really well for him. Not looking so good for the 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 tradee. Bomber. <laughs> uh, moving on from there. Um, right now, he's got in his inning run, running back position. He's got Philip Lindsay and Latavius Murray. Of course, Murray is taking advantage of Cook being injured. Precisely. And Lindsay, he burst onto the scene as a rookie. No one even drafted him because they thought they thought a uh, Freeman was going to be taking over as a as the starting running back, and he's turned into a great pass catcher as well. So great pickup there by Landon. And um, moving down to the wide receiver position, I, I love his wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey, he was great over in Chicago, and coming over to the Eagles, he had a little bit of up and down. Uh, success last year um, but then coming back from an injury this year he's already put up some great numbers three weeks out of four he's hit over 20 points looking so good really like that four touchdowns Brandon Cooks he's been traded around a little bit in the past in the past year or two um, but honestly more consistent than you'd expect he had one game where he wasn't able to play and then he had a 7.3 point game but other than that he's he's scored you know 14 points or more so not a bad pickup. I think better than people expected him to do. And uh, moving down from there, just this year he traded for Zach Ertz over from Dylan's team. So, I mean, Zach Ertz, he is at this point in the year number one tight end in the league. That's better than Kelsey, you know, better than Gronk. So great guy there. Let me stop there. You you bring up an interesting uh, comment, making the trade for Zach Ertz. Is that a little risky, making a trade for a tight end? I know – the tight end position is we're, we're getting into we're getting into a position that there aren't that many good ones. Right, I mean, you're, you're probably getting into maybe five, six, seven. To be a top ten, I mean, once you get from like seven to ten, right, you're not going to be getting double digit points every week, are you? Not typically, and, <laughs> unless they're an end zone guy, like right. some are. So was that risky to go? Because the way I see it, because there's only a short number of you know. A, a few number of, of tight ends. Scarcity. Scarcity, yes. If you have one of those top ones, then you're I think you're leagues ahead of, of a lot of the other teams. So if you have a chance to get them, then great. And that's why last year I actually drafted Kelsey fairly early for a tight end, just because, you know, I knew I could find a wide receiver or, you know, to, to stick into my lineup, but there's so few tight ends, you know, might as well try to go for the best. And you also need to make sure you have a decent backup. Right. Because these guys are brittle right uh, generally I, it looks like he is not 
Looks like he's probably played every snap. Well, what I mean by that, he looks like he's probably not missed any time right. to injury this year. So, yeah, no, that great. He, excellent, excellent number one in that yep. position. Looking looking on, uh, a couple of his flexes that he has, at least for this week, he has Julian Edelman and, and Marquise Goodwin. Edelman, I mean, we already know he's one of Brady's favorite targets. So since he came back from suspension, uh, he's been fairly successful. He's well, I say fairly. He's hit twelve, sixteen, and fourteen. So that's that's pretty consistent, and that's someone you want to have in your flex. And Goodwin, he's a bit of a bit of a moonshot. Uh, he's he had one really good game a couple weeks ago, and he's dealt with injury this year, so it's hard to tell if he's one hundred percent. And of course, he has some quarterback issues in in San Francisco. But um, he's worth worth a shot if you're wanting to go for a big point game. So not not too bad there. And uh, you know, last week we have defense and kicker. You know, those things can change from week to week. But he's got the Texans and and Dan Bailey over in Minnesota for his kicker. So not bad to round it out. Um, how now? How how I I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. How many defenses? <laughs> he has does he two. Have? He has two defenses. So it serves you right, Landon, that you only got three three points, points out of the Texans. Out of the Texans serves you right, buddy. <laughs> Uh, Landon, uh, just a big high five to you. You are one of the teams I would not want to play. Yeah, right me neither. Uh, I played Landon at the beginning of the year. He scored under 100 points. Lucky for and you. I, I, that, again, it's all been luck. And, but he is a team I would not want to play. I, Of course, I don't want to play any team that has uh, Gurley on them. I don't want to play a team that has Tyreek Hill um, so you don't really want to you don't really want to play anyone. <laughs> I don't want to play anybody uh, right now. Don't even want to play Dylan. So anyway, great great team that was fun to to go through. And I just I hate to say this, but time just flies. Out of time, folks. I thought we were not going to have enough material. Uh, we had an interesting segment that was going to come up next. We'll just save it for save then. Save it for the next week. Uh, we have already. By the way, I, I don't know. If People know this. We, we ought to have a sh- we ought to have a show where we talk about how we do the show. <laughs> but we this for segment number twelve, which we're not getting to. Uh, we actually did it, and it actually got recorded. Right. But we had to cut it out, so Bad we day. we put it back back in for this episode. So we're not going to get to that article. It's a Wall Street Journal article where Jason Gay talks about. His fantasy football nightmare, which is absolutely really funny hilarious. And, and insightful as well. And, and by the way, I'm hoping to interview him. I've already have, have tweeted that. I mentioned in Twitter a few weeks ago that this is my annual read, and he came back and, and liked it. I don't know if it was Very someone cool. that works on his staff that did that uh, or if it was him, but it, it got liked uh, within 24 hours after me uh, posting that in Twitter. So that's a wrap. Again, this was fun. I, I hope everyone's enjoying this. Really seriously, I would like for you guys to do some type of review. Please. Just make it be like a five and, and <laughs> say why you love the host. And, uh, and the co-host. And, and the co- Well, the co-host is what makes the show because <laughs> I'm serious, G2. When I, when I uh, do these, I, I will listen to them as we're doing the post-production, and you sound really really good i love listening so to do you g1 okay we'll 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 <laughs> deal with that later okay so great show we will see you next week and everyone have a great good luck uh this weekend hope you all lose <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk with the two G's, Mark and Drew. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. 